Hello, good morning, uh, Jeremy, or good evening to you, uh, of course, um, where you are. Um, thank you for your time today. Uh, I know it's uh, it's really tough for you and it's not easy to get a hold of you. So I'm, I'm really appreciate that you took out some time for me. Um, can you please introduce yourself uh, to the audience and say who you are, what you're doing, and maybe a little bit of your backstory, where you're coming from, and where you want to go, maybe, um, you know, music-wise. Okay. Uh, my name is Jeremy Stover. Um, I essentially am the Bedlam Battery, an uh, independent metal musician, so it's all... Uh, self-produced, uh, self-recorded, and I do all the instrumentation. Um, music backstory, I grew up in a very musical family. Uh, my grandmother you know, sang gospel music in the 60s and 70s. My grandfather played, my uncle was a musician. Um, so kind of grew up around music, so eventually made my way into music as well. Uh, you know, as a teenager playing in punk bands and, uh, and that kind of thing. Um, and then, you know, as life progressed on, you, uh, have to get a real job. Um, so joined the military after college. Um, I did a little bit of college and then joined the military, uh, for a different route. Um, and still played music, uh, for the first many years, uh, going location to location. Usually, you know, it's hard to get bands together as much as we move around. So uh, I, I ended up doing the kind of solo acoustic route where you just, you know, you're not always playing the genre of music that you want to play, but mm -hmm. you're getting, you know, you're getting gigs and, and playing, uh, playing in bars or whatever. Did a lot of that, uh, wrote some acoustic music for a little bit, um, and then actually kind of stopped playing music for quite a while, uh, just life got in the way. And then finally... Uh, Kind of got back into it, uh, you know, got some some new instruments, bought some new toys, you know, that kind of always gets the, the creativeness flowing. Yeah, um, the juices flow. Yeah, and then, uh, you know, started writing a little bit again, and it just, it all ended up being uh, a lot of metal uh, kind of stuff, which is, you know, more than half of what I listen to anyway. Um, so uh, that's just kind of the route I went. And my background, my school background, prior to, to working the job I do now, I did go to school for film and broadcast and recording. Oh. So I, I learned, yeah, I, I learned how to, to record and mix and master, but this was, you know, late 90s, early 2000s, learning analog. Mm -hmm. um, so then I had to reteach uh, myself everything about how to work in a digital space, you know. And that's just nice. been the adventure I've been on now. So uh, two... Two EPs uh, have come out under the Bedlam Battery name and uh, just finished sending the newest single to the distributor uh, a few weeks back and it comes out on April 9th. Okay, cool. So, uh, yeah, okay. Uh, thank you very much for the introduction. Um, I know you or your music uh, for a while already because I, I remember the first time I, I uncover, uh, discovered you was um, you sent me something on SubmitHub and mm -hmm. I was really, I was kind of, <laughs> you know, you have to understand me. I get a lot of music uh, through SubmitHub, of course. And so I was like, man, this is such a great song. 
but you recorded it so badly. <laughs> Remember, this was the first exchange with you. Where I was like, oh, this is such a great song. Why did you use such uh, bad equipment or whatever? It sounded, you know, um, muffled in a way. And then you came back to me. This is at least what I remember. We can we can talk about this. Um, Uh, and you said you wanted it specifically sounding like this because this, this is the, um, the early area of uh, black metal recording, you know, like like you do. Yeah. It's, it's for me. It sounded like you know when I grew up in, in my punk band, we, we put just the the tape recorder in the middle of a room and hit record, and then you know everyone was playing. Right. And uh, so for me, I was honestly very stunned and puzzled that you. And now knowing more about your background, that you specifically chose to sound, choose to sound like this. Um, I, I mean, may, maybe let's let's start with this. You know, you have a you have a, a, a background in in production, and, and you you said you know you have to learn digital new, and I get this. Um, so. Um, Why did you do the the black metal tribute recording style, um, just just for for learning or for fun? You know, like a like a training exercise or something. No, so it's actually uh, purposeful, and you know, uh, it's not it's not something that's that's extremely marketable uh, either. I know, um, I know, because I was like. I would skip on this song, but I, it was yeah. just too good. You know, the, the essence of a song was good, but the recording was not good. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, a lot of the music that comes out and, you know, all the bands that I listen to these days and, uh, and, and whatnot, they're all, and, and this isn't slight the bands at all, because, you know, these are, these are, you know, bands that I love. Um, but, you know, everything is just so polished and it's so mm. pristine and it's calculative and put together so well. And it tends to all just kind of start to sound the same. Okay. Um, and, you know, even though the music's obviously different and, you know, this band has this cool riff and this band's doing this, and, you know, there's differences there, but it just sounds like, you know, the, the mixing and mastering is, is all just, it's all super tight, super calculated and whatnot. But then you go back and you listen to, you know, the early uh, melodic death metal stuff, you know, you're talking like the first couple In Flames albums and uh you know burzum or mayhem or that kind mm -hmm. of black metal and it just sounds like it was recorded in a tool shed yeah um, it does and but the thing that i love about it is that there's a rawness to it like it's almost it's a character of that music you know the, the music and the beat and the guitars and everything can drive you and the the lyrics can 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 reach out to you and whatnot but i i've always just respect that that atmosphere of like you mm -hmm. can feel the room that it's in almost like you can some of those early recordings you can just hear things echoing that shouldn't have been echoing and it just kind of adds to it so when i set out and started recording um you know there was a lot of stuff that i had to like kind of reverse and and not i was like i need this to not sound polished so i'm actually gonna you know put some plugins in there that don't make sense uh you know really you know what i mean Yeah, yeah, you you kind of uh, um, disrupted the workflow, and you know, not disrupted, but you kind of, yeah, you, you know, I mean, in a way, I'm I'm completely with you because, uh, as as you know, I'm I'm a radio DJ, so I get a lot of songs, and um, and and you kind of reminded me, and this is the good thing that um, 
you know, the song is the most important thing. You know, you know what what you record, the the essence, the the thing, and 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 you did acoustic, so I guess you can agree on this. If you have a real good song, it should work. If either if it's just with a six string guitar or um, with a orchestra or something, you know, it's kind of it works. You know, the song itself, uh, the the bones of it work. But then, of right. course, you flesh it out, and you, you kind of were, were, were a nice reminder that, uh, you, you know, the, the music is the important thing. But I was really, I remember, I was sitting, I was so, I, I, I was angry at you <laughs> because it was like, this is such a nice song. Why did you, why did you, um, and, and later I found out, uh, purposely dis uh, um, made, made it sound not as good as it could be. But I get your point because in a way you have a, a niche there because, you kind of uh, um, um, rise above all this other thing that is kind of the same level and it, it's uh, stream, uh, no, not stream aligned, how you say, uh, click aligned or something, you know, when they, they uh, put on samples over the real drums so that it sounds more. Uh, so in, in a sense, they all sound the same. So I'm completely with you. So you you go against the crane or um, it's uh, in, in German you can say swim against the stream you know um, but like you said it's really hard to market uh, uh, you know I mean you're, you're a self um, um, you know a self you, you did everything yourself right um, you have no label or something um, maybe maybe talk about a little how, how do you market this I mean do we, we, I was lucky enough to talk with you, but I guess you get just a lot of rejection where, you know, out of the gate with, without even telling you why. A lot of folks do. Uh, I mean, and that's the thing. And like I said, it's not, and I, I don't, I don't want to say any of that stuff to, to slight those bands or any of that, because, you know, I listen to that stuff and mm -hmm. love it, all the modern music, but, you know, um, so it's just, I, I felt that, you know, if everything that's coming out sounds like the new Architects album or the new Bring Me the Horizon album or whatever, you know, they all they all have this level that they're at, and then it just all kind of bleeds together. Mm -hmm. So that's why that's why I set out to be like, ah, I'm just gonna take it way back, and it's gonna sound to certain people because they're so accustomed to this new super polished thing that you know they're gonna think, ah, I don't want it or it's not gonna fit in or, or whatever. And you get a lot of that. You, mm -hmm. you get a lot of ah, well, it doesn't sound great, and I don't like the way it sounds, and it's not gonna fit in with this and it's like that's cool man you know i'm not you know I, i've got a few you know thousand listeners that that kind of stick on my spotify and whatnot and i'm happy with that you mm -hmm. know none of us are going to get rich from streaming anyway yeah no um, it's 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 a whole another discussion and and i get it you know in, in a way you are in a um in a in a good position to do that because like you just said you don't have to live from it um yeah. these bands we kind of have to kind of um fulfill a certain standard and, and stuff but I, I think also but but you know I mean you are a little bit older and, and longer in the game you know the pendulum swings in one direction and then it swings back and then you know it kind of uh, meters out so there is always and, and that's the great thing today there is enough space for everyone you know like like you just said oh, you yeah. carved out your niche and um and in a way you have more much more freedom than all the other bands you know not like you're exactly right. I'm not bashing on them. They just kind of do the best 
we have more money and we have more um, resources. Oh, yeah. So, of course, we, we use the best technique and, and what's on woke at the moment. But oh, yeah. um, but this doesn't mean, you know, I, I like like you, I also found some other, if it was a band from Norway, they sounded really crappy, but it was just such a good song. So I, I kind of, uh, and, and they didn't do it on purpose. They didn't have more money, you know, you, you did it on yeah. purpose. Uh, and so... Um, in a way, I'm thankful. I'm grateful to you to let me um, focus on the on the important things, you know, uh, because the song works even if it's crappy. And in a way, you kind of um, when I put you in my playlist, you you were outstanding <laughs> because, you know, you were listen. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, oh, what what's going on here? And you know, you, you kind of have a like a wake up call. Like um, you know, there's this Bach. Uh, um, Symphony where there was uh, with a with a big thing, you know, and boom, you you get yeah, you yeah. get hit over the head. Um, okay, so um, I have a you, you know usually I I call this a, a talk because I'm I don't call it an interview because I want to um, you know have a conversation with you, but I have a silly um, interview question, but I'm gonna put this out of the way right away. Um, the Bedlam Battery. Why the Bedlam Battery? Is there a reason for, for the name, why you chose it? So it's actually uh, kind of based on some military slang, actually. Ooh. So, <laughs> some old tread, 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 ca tread carefully. Yeah. So this is like old, uh, like World War II uh, era kind of slang. So if you were in a, uh, a company in the in the army at the time and you were you know the the, the troublemakers or the misfits or whatever uh, you know they put these guys together and they'd call it the circus battery mm -hmm. um so i just took that idea and i replaced circus with madness and bedlam and uh that was it okay cool cool that's uh you know this is um my, my show is called the uh, shell-shocked radio talk and shell-shocked mm -hmm. is kind of First World War, you know, uh, this yeah. is post-traumatic uh, stress disorder, we would call it today. But back then you were shell-shocked, you know, in the in the First World War. It was, it must be really gruesome in the, in the trenches and, you know, bombarding all the time. And then you get kind of like crazy. Um, yeah. So that's, that's shell-shocked, shell-shocked radio for you. Um, cool. Um, and then even uh, the symbol, uh, too, that's behind the logo um yeah i, I can i can see it oh we can we can talk about your logo. your uh i see a few uh pictures um you got uh, uh you know on the other wall um mm -hmm. for for the viewers uh, you know for the people on the podcast i see uh what's its name uh, for the, the guy from transylvania um uh uh the oh, rocky oh, horror curry? picture show yeah 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 did, did yeah, you got it Tim Curry, exactly. Did you got a? Did you meet him? Yeah, yeah, I got to meet him. Okay, yeah. okay. Unfortunately, it was after uh, it was after he had had his stroke, uh, so he's in a wheelchair in the in the photo there. Uh, but, uh, okay, that's okay. I, I cannot. I can see the you know the the transvestite uh, outfit. Um, yeah, so just but, next to it is uh, actually okay, a okay. picture of me and uh, him. Yeah. And then that was a, an autograph of uh, Dr. Frankenfurter from Rocky Horror. Dr. Frankenfurter, thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah. you know, it's, it's a while that I haven't seen it, but yeah, it's, it's a fun, fun movie. Yeah, uh, and who are these other guys? Because it seems like you have a wall of fame there, and, uh, but for me it's too far away to, to see all the... Uh, if you want to talk about it, I mean, if you don't want oh, to... Uh, 
Yeah, these are. I mean, a lot of these are uh, actors and uh, comic artists. Um, there's a few. Uh, I mean, there's some voice actors in here too. Kevin Conroy's up there, who does the voice of uh, the '90s uh, Batman, the animated series. Okay. Um, some stuff like that, and then uh, yeah, just a lot. Of, Mark Hamill's up there from Star Wars. Um, but we, my, uh, my wife and I, we do some, some comic conventions and whatnot. Ah, okay. Okay. Because I would, yeah, this would be in my next question. So how could you, okay. So, so we have like a meet and greet or something. And then you, when you're a little fanboy and going there. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah go meet all your, uh, I mean, I've, Lord, we probably have, uh, 15 or so more that aren't printed and, uh, and up there. So yeah, just get autographs and, you know, get to meet, uh, you know, creative people and talk about like, you know, that's, that's, you know, the interesting part of meeting those people is, you know, it's, it's usually pretty brief, uh, but you know, you get a second to say, Hey, you know, I love mm -hmm. whatever you did in this. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. And, and, and they hear it a thousand times and they're like, mm -hmm, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. But you know, a lot of these, uh, most, most all the folks that we've ever met are, uh, are really generous with their time and they'll actually give you little pieces of like, Oh, well, yeah, I remember doing that and this is how we did it. And you know, it's, it's pretty, It's pretty cool. As quick as it goes, you know, it's, mm -hmm. it's cool. Okay. And you have cool. to pay for it. Like, you know, we're not celebrities. We're not their friends, you know. They... <laughs> not yet. You're working on it. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but yeah, uh, sometimes life gets in the way a little bit. And you have a, also quite uh, some, some guitars there and stuff. So for the people on the podcast, yeah, I, I guess this is your rehearsal space you're in or your, your studio. So this is, uh, this is my studio rehearsal space. And, uh, where I keep all my toys. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> so, um, my wife just calls this my room. Uh, so basically, you know, there's a lot of collectibles and, and stuff that just accumulates a lot of comic books. Uh, and then, you know, tons of guitars, all my guitars are back there. My amps are back behind me here. And then we're kind of sitting at the, uh, the studio space where my laptop is and my, my studio monitors and all that kind of stuff. Okay. Yeah. And, um, as I got to know, because it was not easy f for me to set up a talk with you, um, you have a very busy life. Uh, so I know you're not um, on liberty to talk too much about it, but you're in the military and, and you get deployed or um, how, how does it work? You go on a tour and I mean on a military tour and be away for a few months and then come back or what's... Um, What I'm try trying to kind of find out, how much time do you have for your for your hobby? You know, how much time do you really have for m making music? Um, you seem to to find some time as a new single is coming out now. Um, right. But, you know, um, as I'm, you know, I'm a family person as well and I have a job. And so uh, I know, um, how do you, do you have more like um, specific... Uh, Anyway, get you deployed for for a few months and then come back, or how how do you how do you um, get in and out of your work? So I mean, it, it varies. You know, every year is going to be something different. It, it depends on on uh, on what's going on. But uh, you know, I'm I'm medical by trade, oh. so I mm -hmm. support you know uh, mm -hmm. medicine. Um, so you know they'll they'll occasionally they send a lot of our folks out on different uh support missions and whatever just to provide medical support um if folks get sick or, or this or that um my normal uh kind of job is nine to ten hours a day you know 
seven in the morning till four or five in the in the evening uh, most days of the week. Um, and then you have to you know stay physically fit and mm-hmm. be working out and because that's just part of the job. So you have to find time to work out and, uh, and then um, you know just everything else that, that gets squeezed in there. You know I've got you know wife and kids and, mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff. And then you know right now with with uh, everything going on, everything takes place at home. You know schools at home and, yeah. and whatnot. How do you but, co- cope? With, just, just you know, I don't want to talk because it, it comes up in all the talks. But how do you cope with that? Because I had, I had some some COVID, uh, cabin fever thing, and you know, I kind of every day was bleeding into each each other. So I kind of lost track yeah. on on the time actually because it was like, is it Tuesday or is it Wednesday? It, it, because every day was exactly the same. Yeah, for sure. Um, and and the field that I work in is is laboratory medicine, so. Okay. Um, so, you know, that's where all the COVID testing is done is in, is in laboratories. So like, so you're working overtime at the moment, huh? You, uh, but you, your whole life became that because you go to work and you talk about nothing but COVID and, and the pandemic and, and, and how all the testing or whatever. And then you come home and you talk about the other facets of the pandemic of everything being closed and people mm. losing jobs. So yeah, it just kind of saturates your whole life. But I feel like at this point, it's just become the, the normal at the moment until we get back out of it. So uh, I'm fairly resilient. I tend to adapt to, to whatever. So at this, I mean, I feel like we've just kind of gotten used to it. It sucks, mm-hmm. but we've just kind of gotten used to the suck. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, I had some, um, I, w- I called it COVID Corona blues because yeah, I was really, you know, I'm, I'm also, I think I'm quite resilient and, you know, I have my family and I have hobbies and I can still work. You know, I didn't lost my job and you, you didn't either, you know, and, and uh, your your wife also not. So, um, you know, we're we in the lucky position. We, we kind of can weather the storm easily. Okay. But still, I was like, oh, you know, after after kind of losing track of uh, what day. Uh, we can, oh. So I was like, you know, it's kind of everything. Uh, I, I was in a, in a bad spot, but this was uh, luckily um, a few weeks ago, and and now um, okay, we're not talking about me. Sorry, um, I, I'm I'm stopping here. But I just come back from a little vacation uh, because a friend right, of mine, yeah. you know, and so I'm 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 fine now, and you know Germany is doing not so good. I have to say because we're very slow. You know, you're you Americans, you're faster with um, uh, vaccination and all this stuff. Um, And we are kind of lacking behind, you know. We are organizational, uh, quite good, but we're over-organized because we're thinking, okay, what, what to do with it? You, you know, they have like plans and plans and plans, but reality doesn't catch up. Sorry. So yeah. let's let's stop this this thing because it's not the the most pleasant topic. Um, so. But you asked about how yeah. uh, how I found time. To, oh yeah. Exactly. Uh, oh, sorry. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can answer this question. So really, all all that. You know, trying to find time, uh, it works because uh, my wife and I have kind of opposing schedules. Okay. Um, so, you know, I, I find time where it's just me at the house and, you know, the kid's already gone to bed for the night because he's got school. So I can sit and put headphones on and, and write, you know, mm. that way. Whereas, you know, um, I prefer not to if other people are around and awake because it's just a bunch of racket. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I, I can, I can see, and also I, I think you, you are, as you are a father as well. I, I would feel bad, you know, um, 
because I mean, you have children to you know spend time with them. So you you sometimes it happens. You know, if if you're really um, in German, we say if a, if a muse kisses you, if you really feel oh, inspired, you know, and and you want to get something out, then I kind of shut out and I close my door. Even here, you know, this is my my home studio. Um, and then I just work on it, you know, until it's out of my system, because yeah. you, I guess you get this too. Because if you don't do it right away, it's gone. You know, it's a poof, and and you know. But usually, I'm if you know if my family is around and I and I have time, and you know now it's weekend, um, so I, I would spend time with my with my daughter and uh, you know with my family and do this later. You know that's why I'm an early riser, uh, as as you've seen today. Um, you know, when I do uh, the social media stuff and, and music and all these things uh, I do in the morning and then my right. family wakes up and then I have breakfast and, you know, anyway. So you shouldn't talk about me, but... Um, it brings yeah. funny stories, though, because the uh, my wife just told me a story the other day about... Um, so I recorded, I can't remember, I think it was maybe the first EP that I put out uh, on Spotify. Um, I had recorded that... And just some of the timing of it, my son was actually, you know, up and I'd just be like, you know, hey, I'm, I'm working on some stuff. Just watch your watch your TV or play your Xbox or whatever you're doing. Um, but he had told my uh, my wife uh, and I'd never heard this story until recently, but he uh, he had told her, like, I heard dad last night. She's like, what do you mean? He's like he was he was screaming in the bedroom because I'm recording <laughs> recording vocals. And, how, uh, how old how old are your, your children? Uh, my son's nine. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So, uh, okay. This yeah. was, and, and, and that was a couple of years ago when that happened, but I had just heard the story, so it's mm -hmm. just funny to think of that. He's just like, yeah, dad was screaming in the bedroom. I don't know what he's doing, mm -hmm. but yeah, I was recording vocals for a, for a track. Okay, yeah, you know, I was thinking of my, my daughter's eight, so uh, yeah, she's also oblivious to some of her. Uh, human uh, uh, interactions that can happen in the in the bedroom. So uh, yeah. So yeah. Uh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. No. Um, so um, you you already alluded to it um, because you you moved around a lot and and you know uh, with your with your service times and stuff that is hard for you to have a, a real band. Um, but uh, from from what I read from you is. Uh, you you usually I mean not right now you know not in this um, pandemic um, you get other people you know friends I I guess uh, to for, uh, together to play live shows so so you did this in the past to that that you have your solo um, art work but when you play live you you get other people together did you, did you do that oh. or did, did I misread it. Uh, I mean, that's kind of, that's, that's what I've done historically with any project I usually, so, I mean, my, uh, my like musical idol uh, of all time is Trent Reznor mm -hmm. uh, by far, far and away. Uh, Nine Inch Nails is my all time favorite band. Um, so I've always taken that approach uh, where I kind of tend to do everything myself uh, and then seek, you know, backup and assistance to, to help piece the rest together. You know? mm -hmm. Um now with this with this stuff, I actually have not been able to perform any of this stuff live uh, okay. with any of the metal stuff. So that's just more kind of. I think that's on my bio, my website, uh, that kind of information. Mm -hmm. So that's just kind of how I operate in general. I, I tend to to write and record by myself, and then um, get a group together that 
are interested in, in the, the process or the sound or whatever, and then we'll, you know, kind of flesh it out more or they'll just back me up and learn the songs. Okay, but. so this is this is historically what you did with the further uh, with former projects. Yeah, so, former um, but it has doesn't happen ha hasn't happened yet with the battle and battery. Are you planning on doing that, or is it? Uh, I don't know. No. Yeah, the state the state that we're in right now. Uh, okay, not right now. That's that's for sure. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, you know, sadly, it's it's uh, it's tough out there to find the uh, the metal audience. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, so there's not always that kind of audience that wants to hear that kind of music. Really? Um, okay. Yeah. At least in the locations that I've been the last couple of years, you know, they're out there, they exist. Mm -hmm. Um, but I also just don't have the time. You know, I, we don't, we don't spend a lot of time going out to bars or venues or whatnot, unless it's for a show. Uh, mm -hmm. you know, so I don't know. I, I've kind of reserved myself to just releasing, uh, online And uh, and I don't chase down a lot of the other uh, opportunities mm -hmm. as much. Okay, and it's okay. just so much damn work, man. You know how it is. Like, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. No, I I, I just wanted to know because it's uh, I don't I don't know how how you feel about it, but I mean, making music is is fun. You know, the cool thing with music is there is no right or wrong. It's just you know whatever you like. It's it's you know you can run in every direction. It's it's freedom, you know. This is this is w w one little things of freedom we still have, where where you can do whatever you feel like, you know. Um, but of course, um, making music is one thing, but also presenting it to an audience and and you know the, the rush and, and the adrenaline and you know I, I guess you have stand on uh, you stood on stages, so you know what I'm talking about. It's yeah. um, you know for for a lot of. Um, artists this is this is kind of a driving force to to get it in front of an audience and to you know uh, hopefully not get booed but uh, you know get cheered right. and, and and stuff so um this is a driving force i i of course talk also with artists who just want to record and you know never want to go out anywhere um but for me this is also like a it's not the most important thing you know first of all you have to enjoy it um, but if you enjoy it, and, and you you said you know you have um, a, um, it seems like uh, quite a following um, for we, we're going to talk about this maybe in a moment for not so much marketing you you do uh, um, or can do even in in your in your um, position um, anyway. So so there's no to to to, to stop this. Uh, there is no plan for it, and I can understand it because it's. You have to organize things and, you know, get a, a, a trauma and, and get all this and people need to practice and yeah. you, you need to find these people. Um, so how, how's your, not right now, you know, in the pandemic, it's it's different, of course, but how's your local music scene usually? I don't know. We actually, we've only been in, uh. in the area that we're in about six months. Uh, okay, yeah, of course. Yeah, you're, you're moving. Yeah. Uh, you're making it tough for yourself, I guess. But, I know, right? <laughs> The other thing is that, you know, uh, I, like, I, you do miss that because it's fun. If nothing else, like, I, you miss just playing with other people because um, that's fun. Uh, and I do struggle sometimes, you know, being that one-man project is rough because you don't have the uh, the feedback mechanisms in place to, 
to really flesh out ideas like i want to do this what do you think you know like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know that the songwriting process is so much stronger or can be so much stronger with other people because that's where the ideas you know just kind of blossom yep. but exactly so you just rough. put in a riff and you know then the drummer plays something and then you know it, it kind of uh, spirals out by itself um yeah. you know to 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 quote trent resnor it's not a downward spiral it's uh, an upward spiral <laughs> um so yeah, see, see, this is a this is a good question because how do you decide when a song is finished? Because uh, like you just said, with, with the band you kind of have um, um, okay, you know, I play this and I play that, and then uh, you know, it kind of the the there is a natural way that a song ends or it kind of is is becomes static. That it's like this is the way it is. It's a snapshot of it. How how we play it now. It can of course morph into something else later on when you play it live and you uh, you add things and stuff. So um, how do you as a solo artist decide when when a song is finished? Because as as we talked in the beginning, um, you can always switch it and put in something else and. You know, it's it's really hard to find an end to to right. uh, to a song. How how do you go about it? <clears throat> so I tend to write a lot. Uh, you know, I, I start with the guitar riff uh, 99.9% of the time, um, and I'll just kick on a looper. You know, I write with a loop station, mm-hmm. and usually just playing whatever, and I'll I'll come up with something that I like. Um, And then I, uh, I'll loop that and see if I have other ideas to put over it. And it'll get to a point where I'll kind of like lay down almost an entire song on a loop station and go back over and, and do leads. And once I have that kind of idea in my head, then I'll start, uh, you know, actually laying down tracks in, in a DAW and recording. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then I just, I, I tend to piece it together based on how it was written, you know, when I'm just playing. And I'll piece it together, add other elements. Uh, I do it to a click track, and then I go back and program drums <clears throat> um, after the fact. And then it's just that process of just listening. You know, you listen through the whole thing and see what you don't like, mm-hmm. and go back and re-record other parts or add parts. Um, yeah, but but this, you know, you, you you make it sound easy, but this is the hard part because it's kind of like. Uh, you can go on forever you can work on one song for your whole life basically because you can always well you know and you get a new idea and you know you how my question is maybe more specific how do you get to the point to say okay this that's it that's the best i want to do at the moment and i'll leave it for this do you kind of you know when when do you freeze a song uh, in time because for for me a song is always just a snapshot of a of uh, things you want to do right now and, and, and the, the abilities you have because I guess, you know, you learn also new things and, you know, when you listen to your older stuff and ah, I could have done, you know, here, whatever, you know, there's always possibilities. So how do you get to the point when I say, okay, stop, that's the song I want to do right now? I think it's, uh, I mean, it's probably just feeling, honestly, just how you, mm. how you as the writer feel about it. So, okay. I, I mean, I think that songs are out there to um, to spur on emotion or a response to your listener. Uh, or you're writing something that you want to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, something, I do that a lot. I, I, I hear a song in my head, I want I write this song because I want to hear it. Um, but 
So really, I think most times once I have a rough idea of a song, then I think, okay, what's this going to be about? Or what was what was I thinking when I was writing this or whatever? Mm-hmm. And once I have that idea, I'll kind of flesh it out and see what the overall images or the overall messages or whatever and just kind of start to tweak that until i can listen to it for two three four minutes however long the song is and feel like okay that's that's the response that i or you know that's the end result that i Mm -hmm. that i envisioned or by the time it gets to the end of the song i I feel it's concluded or that kind of thing okay okay that makes sense yeah i mean it, it it's it sounds like you uh um, and that's a good thing. You are quite confident of, uh, you know, you kind of have a clear vision where you want to go, and and you, when, when when you, <laughs> okay, yeah, because yeah, take it, you know, this is the fun part too, that you just start somewhere, and and you maybe have a, a an idea in your head, and then you co- come out completely at a different end, but it's fun too, Absolutely. you know, it's uh, mm. okay, and when and when you let it lie for a moment, uh, like a few weeks, and when when do it because. The, the other issue you know you have when you are a solo artist is that you are you oversaturated with your own sounds and when um, you know you you lose your ability to really um, you, you know you, you see uh, the forest but not the trees anymore or vice versa yeah. you know you kind of get get too too much of it um, you cannot really uh, you, you need a new set of ears a fresh set of ears do you let it you know you so, uh, show it to your wife or something how how do you or, or are you so confident uh, and that would be a good thing uh, that you say okay that's it and um i mix and you mix and master yourself right yeah so um do you let it lie for a moment or do you do you go through until the, the real end of a song so usually I'll get a rough draft. Uh, my wife is a good sounding board. She'll listen to projects as I go through them. Um, also, you know, not working whenever, uh, uh, because I'm, I'm very much, if, it, if I lived here by myself, I would mm-hmm. just focus on that and work on it every day, you know? Mm-hmm. I would just get absorbed by it. And, uh, and that's Obs- probably not obsessed, good. Obsessed, obsessed yeah. is another word. <laughs> You're not you're not giving your ears that break, mm-hmm. and uh, and you get used to the sounds you're hearing, and you can't hear the things that are wrong. Um, so you know if if my wife has a few days that she's not working, um, you know I don't really tend to work on music that much. Occasionally, you know if she's reading a book or something, I'll go, hey, I'm gonna go mix a little bit or whatever. But usually not. And that gives you a couple days to to think about it mm-hmm. and go back and hear it again. And then I. Uh, I also I'll use uh, some mastering services that are out there, so I'll upload a track and get a uh, like an analog master from mm-hmm. a, from a web service, um, and then I'll put that on my phone and like listen to it on the way to work and be like, well that's wrong, that's wrong. Uh, okay. I, I want to rewrite that. You know that's kind of my editing process. Um, and then as it starts to come together more, you know I've got some friends that are still active in the music scene, you know, uh, and some friends that were. You know, successful musicians, you know, touring musicians, mm-hmm. uh, and I'll bounce ideas off of them. Like, hey, this is something I'm working on. What do you think? Send them a little snippet of it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. You know, get get some feedback that way, and then I'll just go back to work. And then you get that thing where you know, I'm sure you've had it where you're writing a song, and you know, you've been working on it all night, and by the time you go to bed, the song's just playing in your head. Yeah, yeah, I know. And then I know. you'll start <laughs> crafting other parts. You're like, oh, I need to add this in tomorrow. Uh-huh. <laughs> 
the worst thing, and we can we can talk about this uh, uh, from from your perspective. The worst thing what happened to me once was um, I was so I was so in 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 the zone. I call it, you know, I was so uh, um, uh, in it that I I finished a whole song, and then I I, I had the the melody for the for the singing um, in for the vocals in in my head, but I didn't had any lyrics so i just made up mumbling lyrics and 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 put the song and the problem was i never got into this feeling again so the song got stuck with mumbling lyrics that doesn't have any sense so i kind of have to re um kind of have to listen to it and kind of make some words out of whatever i was mumbling then and to give right. it a coherent uh, structure so um Yeah, so it was it's still a great song, but it's it's really stupid. Uh, I got carried away. So, uh, but back to you, um, lyrics. That's another thing. You know, um, you you try different uh, techniques with with singing and and shouting and uh, you know, like you just said, <laughs> your child heard you screaming in your bedroom. <laughs> so. Um, And and when I when I look through your titles, let me just go. You have the Kraken and everything in time, dark sky, broken sail, Capulet, even hope, uh, even hope. I think this was the first one I heard from you, um, Maelstrom. So, uh, what's uh, inspiration? I you know you already said you're going to Comic Con, so I, I think there's a there's a you know uh, where, there's some things you can draw. What's your lyrics usually about, and how do you write them? So, the um, the Lost North EP was actually it, I didn't know what I was setting out to make when I started making it. Mm -hmm. um, Dark Sky, Broken Sail was the first song that was written for that album, and it ended up just kind of it became this this song about a uh, a dude that's lost at sea. Mm -hmm. Uh, is kind of uh, what it ended up becoming about. Um, so from that uh, point onward, the album kind of just turned into this concept album of, uh, and you can use it allegorically as you know, lost at sea, lost mm -hmm. in your troubles, or whatever. But yeah. um, so you know, it starts with dark sky, broken sail, and it's just the lyric, the lyrical content was just all right. Let me tell this story about a guy who's uh, whose ship is going down and. Uh, but he doesn't want to give up kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So that's what the lyrics to that were about. Um, and then the uh, Maelstrom, uh, the middle track on that EP is probably, you know, the next problem he has. So it's, the, it's you know, now a storm's coming. Um, and then the ending track uh, was uh, the Kraken, which is, okay, now you've got this actual big problem ahead of you, this big beast, what are you going to do about it kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So it's actually, you know, when you put it, I find it easier to write when I'm, because I tend to not, like, want to bleed real problems out on the page. Mm -hmm. uh, I, you know, I just think, all right, how do I express feeling as a story? Um, so I tend to write a lot that way, uh, mm -hmm. where they're not necessarily about me or anything like that. I'm just like, all right, what's a thought? What's a, mm -hmm. and how do I tell a story that way? I, I think I get it. You know, it's, it's, for me, Personally, it's kind of, um, but I like punk music and I like punk rock, but what yeah. I don't like with punk rock is the lyrics are too specific. You know, it's this is black and this is white. There is no, there is no gray. There is no um, uh, think, you know, that, uh, that you cannot think for yourself. You know, you get 
hit over the head with a message, basically. That's mostly punk. Um, so I, I completely are with you that, that it's kind of you, you kind of um, shroud a, a little bit in mystery and and because these lyrics are then more appealing to to a larger crowd. I mean, it's we already established, you know, you don't have to to play to to a big or you know you just do what you want to do. But I also find it's more appealing when when you don't tell me exactly what it is. That right. you know, it, it's something else for everyone. You know, so you can you can find it. Uh, um, Yeah, so, so I'm, I'm with you. This is this is uh, the best lyrics. I think that everyone can interpret them in in their own way and can find something at their own situation at this moment. So then, when, because then these lyrics can evolve. If you tell me two specific, you know, this is the problem and this kind of is the solution, um, then it can you know it's it's punk, and then it's it's stuck in time basically. You know, um, well it's it's too too rigid um you you said earlier um that you have kind of um successful musicians and stuff and i'm i'm just like how do you define success you know i'm not talking about them i'm talking because you are in in my regard uh, you are also successful you know you have um you know uh, loyal followers and you have uh you know you do what you want to do so this right. is uh, a success in in itself you know that you're not bound by any um label or big corporation who tells you exactly what you need to do and how you need to do it um you know the freedom is is a successful thing as well so how do you yourself uh, define success and, and when when i i have a, a segue question uh How do you? Okay, let's let's start with this. Right. Uh, I mean, I'm just happy to to put out. I, I think. I mean, success is is if you setting out a goal and then doing whatever you can, even if you don't meet the goal, mm -hmm. just doing whatever you can to try to meet the goal. And if you meet the goal, that's even a higher level of success. But mm -hmm. I think that's how I would define success: is just throwing everything you have at something to try to meet the intent of. of whatever your end result is, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and then the prize is if you get to the end result, then, Hey, you did it. Mm -hmm. And if you don't, then, uh, then you did everything you could to try to get there. Either way is successful to me. Yep. But those, those examples, I mean, like they, the, the guys I was talking about are folks that were like, you know, on warp tour and like people that actually have toured the world, like these recognizable, uh, kind of things like, And that's in the musician world mm -hmm. or in acting or yeah. whatever. You know, if you're famous, you're successful. That's yeah, what I mean. Yeah. That, <laughs> okay, yeah. that kind of success. I'm I'm fine with with what uh, with what I have. You know, I feel it, it, it's 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 a success to even get a song out because you mm -hmm. created it, you finished it, and you put it out. And whether people like it or not, that that was your vision, that was your intent, and, and you put it out there into the world. Mm -hmm. And if nobody else listens to it, I'll put it on Spotify. And I'll listen to it and be like, yeah, I made that. That's cool. I'm happy with it. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. yeah this this is um how i see it as well you know the way is the goal sometimes you know that that's the journey uh you take and of course you know um successful is is nice but um i i talk with a lot of people and and some you know for for everyone success is something different it it seems right. to me you know uh but uh, yeah I, i i get what you what you mean If you have toured and if you kind of oh we played with this bands and stuff and um, by the way that's that's a, a, another question I could ask you uh, is um, 
did you did you play with any notable bands? You know, you have any any stories uh, from pre-pandemic times when you were on the road or on on the stage? Do you have any nice juicy PG thirteen uh, stories you you can no. share? No, <laughs> I was a I was a gutter rat, man. I played the bars and okay. you know that kind of stuff. So I you know toured locally, local states, and you play a festival every now and then, like a fair or something. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. And I mean the the biggest crowd I ever played to at, in any band, whether it was a punk band or a solo gig, doing acoustic stuff or whatever, would probably be you know a thousand people max. Oh, but a thousand people is is quite a quite a large crowd already. Right, they weren't there for me. They just happened to be there. <laughs> we, we, yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> we couldn't run away fast enough. <laughs> I, was just, I was just in the middle of the lineup. Uh, they were waiting for somebody else. <laughs> I see, I see. Um, so, any, any, uh, if you, if you want to share any big names you shared the stage with, or uh, you know, like you just said, we were not waiting for you, but any starstruck moment maybe. Um, as you, as you were on stage, uh, any something like this happened? I mean, we, we talked about the starstruck moments you you get from your Comic Con, um, but uh, on stage, no, I haven't. I haven't been lucky enough, honestly. You know, most of the guys that I ten, tended to play with uh, were just other bands that I usually knew, or uh, you know, if we were on a festival lineup mm -hmm. or, or like a fair, like a, this is a local festival, nothing big. You know, it's all local bands that you tend to know anyway. Um, Yeah, I can't think of anybody that I ever was on stage or on tour with or anything like that. Okay. You know, so I've got some friends that, that have, have been on some some big ones, but uh, but nothing uh, nothing for myself. No juicy I stories. Was, no, no. I was always a guy that had I uh, I wanted to be doing too much, so mm -hmm. I uh, I played music. Uh, a lot, you know, almost full time, and then I was a rock climbing instructor, and I worked ski patrol. So I had these other seasonal jobs. Like wow. in the spring, I'd be doing rock climbing stuff, and in the, in the in the winter, I'd be doing ski patrol or teaching ski lessons, depending on what they needed that year. Um, and then you know, just out there messing around. So like, yeah, I should, you know, looking back on it, you know, maybe if I chased down music a little harder, you know, these mm -hmm. guys that are successful, these are guys that get out on the road and live in a van for mm -hmm. 10 months, you know. It's hard. It's hey, you got to put that work in to get the success. Yep. And I just yep. never did that piece. Mm -hmm. But but I'm not. Yeah, I I, I hear you and. Um... I remember, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit older and I remember as, as uh, Rammstein was starting out here in, in Germany and we are now, you know, a world famous band um, yeah. and, and they, they kind of took every gig they, they got. And I mean, it needs a lot of determination to, to do that. And as you know now, you know, life gets in the way and, and you have uh, other um, responsibilities. So I'm... <sighs> I guess there's a window of time for everyone for you know to to do this and and to you know get a chase after it but on the other hand um I think we are we're living in a in a very uh, um good time for for you know doing what you're just doing uh, doing your music and and you you're putting it out and I saw on your um I, I usually Spotify is my my starting point and you know I saw you get listened in Frankfurt a lot you know in in Germany so um that's the cool stuff of today that um you, you know you, you put it out 
to the world and the world can find it, you know. And in the past, it was really you needed to tour and you needed to be there. You needed to be in the face of the people. And what's this band? I never heard of it. And, you know, you know, and today you cannot say, um, I never heard of it. It's just, just Google it or just, you know, check it out. Uh, check the Bandcamp page or whatever. Um, and so this, you know, as as a radio DJ, this is benefits and it's... Uh, uh, It's upsides. It is a double-edged sword, basically. You know, right. for for one thing, everyone can do it, and it's cool. And and you know, you don't have the restraints. Uh, you know, you got your budget, and you can put out songs uh, in in the way you want and exactly how you want it. You know, like a um, a, a film uh, regisseur, um, editor, uh, director. It's the right word. Uh, who makes the movie exactly he wants it without meddling from any. Um, labels or uh, studios or whatever you know that's that's really cool on the yeah. other hand what's really bad for me uh, as, a, as a radio DJ everyone can do it you know yeah. and not everyone has the same approach to um, you know uh, we talked about production value that's one thing but you know people put together things on their phones and, and just send it to whoever Uh, is unlucky enough to listen to it and they don't have any filter, you know, uh, like uh, I ask you, how do you decide to get a song th that a song is finished or something? Um, yeah, and it, it, this is the, the downside of it. The benefit is everyone can do it, you know, it's it's yeah. a lib liberalization, everyone has the same tools or ability, no, not everyone has the same abilities, you know, that's the problem. You know, everyone has the same abilities uh, and the checks and balances in his head. Or her head. Um, anyway, so that's that's the cool stuff. I, we are approaching slowly an hour, and and you said you have like an hour. Um, I have a few more questions. If you have the time, just let me know when when you when you need to go. That's that's fine with me because I heard my family is is up already, so <laughs> I can have breakfast as well. Um, so um, one question I have is. Um, I have to admit, I didn't really check this thoroughly, so I, I might be uh, wrong here. You said you have a, a, a background also in, in videos, uh, um, editing and stuff. So did you do any videos for Be the Bedlam Battery? Because I haven't found any, but I might have not checked uh, thoroughly enough. Uh, no, so there's actually not. There is a video, so the new single that's coming um, will have a, a lyric video uh, coming as well. Okay. However, uh, I didn't do that myself. Uh, I, I outsourced it to a video editor. So okay. Actually, I have a guy from Switzerland uh, that I I have putting it together as we speak. Oh, okay. Okay. So cool. He sent me. Uh, he actually sent me a draft today. So the intent is on the 9th, on April 9th, when the single goes live, the uh, the video. I'll upload the video to to YouTube as well. I see. I see. Okay. Yeah. So just give me a uh, you know give me a heads up so I can I can check it and you know I have a little playlist uh, on YouTube as well so I can put it there as well. Um, so the, the other thing is, um, and of course I know a little bit what you do because we met on SubmitHub. So uh, what what kind of promotion do you do for your to, for your music? So uh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, so I mean. I don't do a lot, you know, that's the thing that, that does, that, that is a struggle about being the independent, uh, you know, artist or whatever is, you know, you don't have that big machine behind you throwing money uh, mm -hmm. at, 
you know, it costs to advertise and whatnot. So, you know, occasionally I'll do an ad on Instagram or Facebook uh, with a soundbite or whatnot. I just try to get people, you know, maybe you'll get that one random person scrolling through. It's like, oh, I like the sound of that. That's a click. Um, and then some MidHub, you know, it's, uh, tools like that where you can get bloggers or people interested. Um, and beyond that, uh, a lot of it, ha- I've been lucky enough that a lot of it happens kind of organically or through those things. Either people mm-hmm. hear it on these playlists or playlists like yours, um, and then it kind of gets added to other playlists. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of keep a pretty standard uh, listening audience where it'll fluctuate between anywhere between one to 3,000 streams a month. Okay. Um, That's quite good, actually. And it, it kind of goes up and down. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh so I don't know if I'm out there. You know, the Spotify for Artists app will tell you some playlists that you're on, but private playlists won't really tell you. So I don't know where a lot of it comes from. But it is pretty pretty broad spread. Oddly enough, my the most streams I had in 2020 came out of Spain. Oh, okay. When you get your artists, your 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 wrapped for the year, and it tells you mm-hmm. where all your plays came from, Spain listened to the music the most. And I was like, well, that's weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't advertise yeah. in Spain that I know of, but. Yeah, see, see, this is in the world that just goes out there. It's pretty wild. This is what I meant. That's that's the good thing today. You know, you can be discovered. The the issue otherwise is, uh, you know, there are so many other out there that you can get buried easily. You know, um, so. Uh, by the way, I haven't asked you this yet. Who's doing your your cover artwork? So, for which uh, which piece specifically? Oh, oh, so okay. You you outsource this as well, I guess. Um, some of you know, them, some of them I do myself. Okay. Oh yeah, of course. You're you're a virtual, uh, not not a virtual. You're a visual artist. I wanted to say, the Bedlam the, Battery. Um, the Lost North EP uh, hmm? cover art. I did that myself. Uh, that was just you know some graphic design. Um, the Telltale Hearts EP cover was a uh, outsource piece. Hmm. Um. And then the new uh, the new EP cover uh, is actually part of a a design by uh, an artist uh, named Dead Creepy. James Devlin is his name. Okay. Uh, Instagram handle is, is Dead Creepy, and he's a kind of a renowned uh, graphic artist. Um, been been in the game a long time, um, working on a lot of T-shirts and stuff like that. For I mean, any any kind of punk, hardcore metal band, you name it, he's probably drawn a shirt for him. Okay. So all of my T-shirts, if you go to my website, uh, all the T-shirts on there, they're all James Devlin artwork designs. Um, and he hooks me up and, and does some really fantastic artwork. I've got a really killer T-shirt coming out for the new single. Okay, cool. cool. I think I might be more excited about the T-shirt than the song. Okay. <laughs> Put your priorities <laughs> straight, I would right. say. No, but but it's, it's it's fine. You know, see, that's that's the cool stuff. Um, when, when you do it... Um, you know, independently, uh, you, you, you get, you, you still get excited, you know, it's not, um, that's, as, as you said earlier, the, uh, as we talked about success and, and the other people who made it and stuff, um, you know, sometimes I wonder a little bit if it would be really so much fun if you would do it as a profession, because as yeah. cool as, as it would be, you know, it's, it's kind of like um, you have a lot of good parts of it, uh, of course, you know, uh, you know, being on tour or whatever. But as you know yourself, uh, being on stage is like, you know, an hour, you know. And but when there is all this st- ramp up, going there and do- doing this and meet and greet and whatever, um, 
I talk. I have a kind of very successful metal band close who goes by, and I talked with them, and uh, and we said we really hate it because now we're headliners and we have to wait. Sometimes we play at three o'clock. I mean, you know, pre-pandemic times, of course, um, three o'clock in the morning, and then we cannot drink until then because uh, you know um, we're yeah. backstage and everything is there, but we are not because you know. So, uh, I mean, this is this is a luxury problem, of course, you know, and I don't, don't right. want to say. Um, <clears throat> But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not really sure. Um, okay, so, so I, I have one, one thing from me. Uh, sorry that I'm talking so much about me. But just recently, um, you know, I, I did acting as I was younger and I was uh, in, a, in an acting class and, and stuff. And, and when um, I, I usually don't watch TV, but I, as I was on vacation, I, I turned on the TV and there was a documentation on and uh, uh, we reenacted a few scenes and oh I know this guy I acted with, with him so I, I found it was really cool but I saw one but I'm not really sure I really would have liked to do it because you know um, like with music with acting it's kind of like if you're doing it as a hobby you can play as much as you want and you know you kind of choose the roles you want to do and right. if you are in a, in a, in a theater and, and, you know, when the, re the director says, okay, we're going to do this and you're going to play that. And I'm, I'm not, I'm not really sure. I, I think if you get it to a certain level, then it's fun again, because then you can choose, you know, but the way up till then and, and the, 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 the ma vast majority of people, you know, like back to yeah. music is kind of like, um, I don't, I don't know. I, I think being a, being a working musician or a working actor, just having to do it to, to eat, you know, that's mm -hmm. probably exhausting. And I know people that have done that for years and it's rough. Yeah. And I'm not really sure if I want to do it because it kind of um, degrades the, how you say, the enchantment or the, you know, the, the, the beauty of it or the, the you know, the... Uh, um, the, the creativity, you know, so you, you, you do it like a job, you know, like a carpenter that um, you know how to build um, a cabinet. But if you really want to, you know, be artistic in something, then you build the cabinet, you know, and you make right. it a special and you put in, a, I don't know, a trapdoor or whatever, you know, you, you, you get my, my gist. And, and I don't know if I would be so excited or so happy you know that's why we are coming back to to your t-shirt you're, you're happy about your t-shirt and stuff and it's it's cool and and i guess you know all the the big guys we would be happy about the t-shirt too but then for them it's when, and then the next thing and then the next thing and you know kind of um i like it in a certain way i like it to 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 have this independent thing because um like with, with you you know now i'm talking with you and i'm really happy that you have the time for me and, and we just chat and uh, a lot of people told me, Tobias, this is a really stupid idea. You need to have little sound bites and, you know, you can put it in your radio show and you can do it. And I'm like, I'm not interested in little sound bites because everyone does it. And, you know, I want to do my thing. I want to get to know the person behind the music. And I just want to chat and see, you know, who the person ticks and stuff. And right. sometimes this doesn't work. You know, I talked with persons who are like, so you do music? Yes. Um, you do a lot of music, yes. <laughs> you know, sometimes it doesn't work at all. Um, but that's the fun for me as well, you know, to, to just get to know people. Um, I would uh, usually 
not not find or uh, and and see we're back to technology and and you are now in the United States and I'm in Germany and we can talk and that's that's really cool um yeah. sorry let's let's talk about you I had a few more questions um okay can you hear just one second? Yeah, just one second. No, go, go, just go. Okay, so um, I will just bridge the gap a little bit uh, and go through his catalog and show you um, do, do, do the, the artwork. Can I make this a little bit bigger? Let's see. Here, so uh, everything in time, the battle and battery. Sorry, I heard the dog going crazy, so I was making sure there wasn't anything going on out there. Okay, no, no, no problem. Um, I'm, I'm actually through with uh, with my questions. Sorry, I, I thought I had some more, but we talked about the performance parts of already. Okay. Um, so if if you want, you can have a nice um, closing um, statement uh, for the for the audience, for the people who hopefully gonna listen to this and and gonna gonna find it. Um, anything you wanna wanna share with the world, with the audience? Um, did you want to talk about the the single that's coming? Uh, of course, just just uh, say about uh, talk about the 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 single that's coming. Okay, uh, so. This song, uh, there's another one that, you know, started life as something, uh, or it, it became something other than what I thought it was going to become. So I started kind of writing this, uh, this riff with a lot of modulation on it and whatnot. It sounded like, you know, this, this Adam Jones tool kind of riff is what okay. it was, which isn't something, isn't something that I typically write. Um, but I started out with that. And then it, it just ended up morphing back into a, a melodic driven metal song. But <laughs> um, the uh, the song kind of it's called Unburnt, mm -hmm. and it is lyrically uh, kind of a song about you know those people out there in the world that want to tell you what to do and what's right for you, uh, and that oppressive, narrow minded uh, attitude kind of thing. So. The song is kind of framed through uh, a witch's eyes, uh, like okay. Salem witch trials kind of idea. Um, and that's what the song's about. Uh, it kind of takes on that kind of mentality. Uh, and then the uh, the artwork and the, the the kind of the shirt that's that's coming out with it, and whatnot, is like is literally a witch on a stake, uh, uh, with the words "Don't break," you know, next to her. Okay. Um, so just encouraging people. Don't let anybody tell you what's right for you, mm -hmm. uh, kind of thing. Yeah, that's that's um, okay. So, so I'm getting to the next thing. But sometimes I I feel that um, the you know there's a double-edged sword again. Um, Today we have so much information and we can learn about everything. There's a YouTube tutorial for whatever <coughs> you want to find, um, but for some reason I. I also have a feeling that people get dumber a little bit, you know, that, that people are um, not using their their capacities for the fullest. Um, so that they, they take easy answers and stuff. And everyone should know that there is no real black and white answers, you know, like uh, 
politicians who give you like, okay, this is the right thing to do and this is only, uh, you know, it's kind of, of course, sometimes you have to have drastic measures, you know, like in this pandemic or something and, and this is the right thing to do and, and you know, everyone suffers a little bit or m more or less. Um, but But it's kind of, I have a feeling with all this information, we don't do as much as we could, you know. Um, anyway, so this is completely off topic, but um, yeah, with don't break, um, I kind of had the, the thing and, and start to think for yourself, you know, or, you know, and, and, and see, ask questions and stuff, you know, I, I don't want to, uh, you know, uh, this uh, conspiracy theory or something. Um, but sometimes the conspiracy theories are so strong because there is really something something else behind it you know i, I don't think you know uh when okay sorry let's get completely off topic and and we i know we should be a little bit careful with you uh but um anyway uh sorry i i kind of derailed your your ending here um or how, how can i can i bring it back to to a nice uh ending point um uh, Please send me the song once it come out, so I can put it in my playlist um, and do okay. my little part of a, of a promotion. And if you want, um, you can send me an MP3, and I can put it also in my radio show. Of course, you know, um, okay. we're, we're getting bigger in the radio show as well. So uh, don't um, discount discount this. Uh, we are big in Russia. <laughs> if one so, person listens, man. That's that's one listener you didn't have, right? Exactly. exactly. So, yeah. It's. You know, and, and I guess uh, you agree here with it's kind of doing it, um, um, not not that, what's the right word for it, um, uh, continuously, you know, just staying with it. And, and do, you know, you, yeah. you slowly, you slowly get get bigger and, and whatever, and, and you grow an audience. And um, as long as you, you love what you're doing, um, you know, that's, that's the fun for me personally, you know, with my, my talk show and all this stuff, it's kind of like a game, you know, I want to see how man, many people I can get and how many people watch and, and I always get a little bit up and a little bit down, but, but, but the trajectory is always going up and that's, that's cool and that's, that's fun. This one's, uh, you know, I, I, just for a little bit of diversity and, and marketability, I did master this one in, in a slightly different way, so it's not as raw. Uh, it's still raw. It still sounds the exact way I want it to sound. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I changed up some compression. I gave, I gave it, you know, a, a little bit wider of a stereo sound and, uh, and made, it sell out. Just <laughs> made it just a little bit more marketable, but mm -hmm. not a lot. <laughs> so maybe maybe it's easier to fit into a playlist that way. Yeah. No. No. This is. Um, you know. I, I. I told you my my take on it. I. I. I got it. No. No. I did. No, I have to be honest. I didn't got it. Um, but after we talked, I. I got it, and I was really um, stunned by by this that you kind of put uh, put it out on purposely in in this uh, mixing you you did. Um, yeah, I, I, I really, for, for me, it was it was a kind of a, a waking point, kind of, but, you know, um, yeah, uh, to, to, to listen to the song and not only the production, but, but sometimes, yeah, if the production is too bad, and I'm talking about the people who do it, do it on their phones and, you know, don't really think about it and just throw it out and stuff, uh, or um, anyway. 
Okay. It's funny because you got you know people would would hear it like uh, people that you pitch it to or whatever or submit hub folks or whatnot, and that's feedback that they give. They're like, well, it sounds really raw, and I'm like, I know, like. <laughs> I know that's the point. That's the point. To. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's um, y- you know we, we get back to to the success thing. As long as you are happy with it, it's fine. And and this is the good thing today. If you like it, there is a chance out that somebody else will like it as well out there. You know, you just have to find the the people. And and I guess you got a lot of rejection, but I'm quite happy that I that I kind of got past the, the production value and, and kind of like, oh, this song is so good. Why didn't you do it? And then we started talking and now we're here. So um, anyway, thank you very much uh, for your time. I, I really appreciate it because for you, it was kind of more short notice. I got the, the date wrong. Sorry for that. Um, uh, yeah, please send me uh, the new stuff. Also the lyric video, um, because if I like it, I might put it in my uh, discovery playlist on, on YouTube, which has no following at all. So don't expect anything from it. But um, anyway, so thank you for your time. Please keep on doing what you're doing. And I, I really appreciate your, your fresh take on, on the, you know, maybe if anything that, that people can get uh, from, from our talk is kind of do what you want to do, basically, you know, uh, and in a way you, you want it. Um, if you're happy with it, there's um, millions of people out there, so you will find at least a few who will be happy with it as well, you know. And um, yeah, sure. Okay, so have a good evening. I will have breakfast now with my family. Um, thank you for your time and uh, talk to you soon.